What is up my experiencers? Welcome. Welcome to the FFNE podcast. I am your host Karian and I welcome you guys. Welcome you in as you listening and onto this episode. I thank you for joining and being a part of the FFNE experience and community. For this episode guys, I have my man of God and mentor on. I'm I honor him and I'm thankful for him. I thank you for what he's doing across the globe. I thank I'm thankful for the access that he has allowed us and me and what he is doing and ministering in especially in my life. So listen in as he speak on the mysteries of prayer. And whatsoever, how many things? How many things? Any disease. And whatsoever ye shall ask in my name, that will I do. Notice, 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 notice the specifications. He said, that will I do. Not anything else. You see, most people get locked on the whatsoever. But they have no idea that Jesus says that specific one you ask. Not any other thing. Not a buy one get free system. That which you ask, I will do. That's all I wanted you to do. Sit down. Hallelujah to Jesus. I'm excited to be here. Zelo Onfredi Gala Atasio. I want to teach you something very, very paramount. Remember, we did what we call um, encounter with power through prayer. Yes. Are you hearing me? Yes. And now we are doing something that is called the mystery of prayer. Tell your neighbor the mystery of prayer. The mystery. The reasons why we pray. Why do we pray? You see, you will never understand that prayer is important until you understand why we pray. I know you're missing this now. Don't miss this, please. I pray. May God help you never to miss what I'm about to say to you. We understand that God is omnipresent. The word omnipresent means he's everywhere. Behold, if I make my bed in hell, you are So God is everywhere. In fact, the book of Ephesians chapter number 4 tells us that when he went up on high, he went far above the heavens so that he can feel everything. Uh, I'm in the wrong place, I think. That means God is everywhere. And if you are here, if you are here and you have come to church, listen. Most of you want to jump up and down when the preacher says, money is coming, jump. This one is happening, jump, all over the place. And then you go home, you're still broke. Because what you need is a teaching. And you're going for preaching. That's why every believer that you know of, every Christian that you know of, rather, is not really doing well. Because all you are here for is a miracle. You should be ashamed of yourself. So I want to deal with the facts that surround prayer. 
A man of prayer is a man of change. A woman of prayer is a woman of change. The ones who understand prayer. I'm not talking about the, the, the crazy prayer, prayer, prayer team masters. You have the prayer warriors. I'm not talking about that. Prayer is no warrior. Oh, oh I wish I... No. Prayer is no warrior. We should just pray as Christians. Prayer is no warrior. What, what are you a warrior for? The Bible says we are more than conquerors. In other words, we are more than warriors. What are you becoming a prayer warrior for? I've said so, so often that most prayer warriors are broke. You go to any church, you hear this is the prayer warrior, you'll be waiting for the lift for, yeah, to go home. You know, you know what I'm talking about. And some of you here were prayer warriors somewhere else. Do you understand what I'm talking about? Because prayer warriors think it's all prayer. They have no understanding of the technicalities of prayer. Now, I want you to see something here. There is a reason why we pray when God himself is omnipresent. When God knows what we shall say, he still wants you to pray. Ah, I wish I had people now. Legamans. I want you to see something. Get in the book of Genesis. In the book of Genesis. Genesis 1, 26. I want to show you the two most powerful verses in the Bible. In fact, one powerful verse in the Bible with two most important words in the Bible. And God says, let us make many our own image. After our likeness and let them. Shout, let them. Those are the two most crucial words in the mystery of prayer. God said, let them, not me. So immediately you see that when it came to the issue of the earth, God said, let them. Do you know why you are called a human? The word human is two words. You must men. Oh. Jesus said, let us make men in our own image. That's what God said, right? Let us. Who is us? The triune God, Father, Son, and the Holy Ghost. The one God who manifests in three, not the three gods. You can't chop God into three and give him to a Jew. So God is the big one. Jesus is the smaller one. The Holy Ghost is the smaller, smaller, smaller one. <laughs> one preacher in uh, that country said, I told God. I have matured in the Lord. I don't want this small boy's Jesus. I want God himself. Hey. Hey. What rubbish. Do you understand? Because people have no idea. The Jesus we are talking about is the same God. The Bible says the same spirit is the same Lord. There is a technicality in prayer, a mystery of prayer. Is let them. 
The word human is the word from humus, man. The word humus there is the word that means death. Soil. Humus. You are a humus man. And the Bible says, let us make man in our own image. In other words, man is a spirit that lives in a humus. That's why you are called human. I knew you were not hearing. So you have a man that lives inside a body made of death. Then God did something so amazing. What God did was to give the ability to control the earth to a man who lives inside a humus. That means God himself is no authority on earth. Oh. You didn't hear. They didn't get him. I want to tell you the mystery of prayer. So God himself, there's no power on earth. No wonder when, you see, women don't know how powerful you people are. To the extent that God said, you have deceived my men called Adam. But guess what? The woman shall produce a seed that will crush you. Imagine the agenda of God was carried by a woman. No, 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 no. I understand we talk about Eve being deceived, but we don't talk about the woman crushing the deceiver. Amen. Yeah. Get it. So, so, so God was saying what I would do later on is to borrow the womb of a woman. People don't understand that Jesus is the man. Christ is the God. Jesus Christ. Jesus is the body borrowed from Mary. Christ is God inside the body Jesus. That's why he's called Jesus Christ. No, 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 no. But imagine this. Imagine God himself could not come to earth. Oh. God himself could not come to earth and just like, yeah, where are you? I'm just going to earth now. No. Oh. He needed to deal with the parameters that control the earth. The earth is controlled by a man who is inside a humus. And God said, for me to come there, I need to operate under the same rules. I ask this question, why is it that you never talk? He said, from the book of Genesis to the book of Revelation, I told you, I've been talking, nothing, non-stop. That's all I did. And then I compiled my word. Mm. 66 books of the Bible. That's my word. I don't need to talk nothing. Here, 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 here. Listen to this. Listen to this. Then he says, the problem with my word is this. My word disturbs my sovereignty. No, no, no. They didn't get it. I know you sovereignty means God cannot be controlled or influenced by anybody. So why then do we pray if a God is sovereign? Because he will do whatever he likes anywhere. So immediately you see something here. That God himself had a problem. In fact, he said to Adam, Adam, 
lie on the ground. And he caused the deep sleep on him. And then he took a rib out of Adam and created a woman. I did not say a foot. Well, some of you, the way you use your wives, you would think the wife was taken from your backbone. Just a rib. He took a rib and formed Eve. Why are you taking a rib when you have the soil? Why don't you make men, women out of the soil? Just like you did Adam. So that means a woman is a byproduct of the man. Oh, you don't like to hear that. So that means if your husband tells you you are crazy, say, I'm just a byproduct of your craziness. <laughs> So we have a problem because God is not taking from the soil. Why? Because before he thought of making Eve, he had already given the power of soil of the earth to a man. So he does not own the earth anymore. Oh. You're not getting it. So Adam owns the land, but Adam is sleeping. So he's not creating Eve from the land because he has no right. He has not been given permission by a man to use the soil. Ah. Have you ever wondered how many people walk around and say, if God is God, he will do something for me. Money will just come away. That's why God says walk in the spirit. Why? Because he knows on the earth he has no power. Oh. I know that it's, it's very, very difficult. So he said to me, my words limit my sovereignty. He said, the reason why I don't talk and the reason why I never prayed with my disciples is because my words limit my ability. Oh, they didn't get it. God cannot do what is outside his word. So if he speaks, he is limited to that area of his speech. That's why I don't want to pray with a lot of people here. Because when I talk to God about owning countries, owning islands, owning towns and places, they are praying to get a mortgage. So when your prayer is to get a mortgage, God is limited to that prayer. His, his power is confined to your words. It says, whatsoever you say, that same thing will you do. You are limited by your mind. The things you think, that's what limits you. That's why it's so important to be everywhere. So he says, I can't just show up. Boom, I'm showing up like I'm here. I'm here, I'm here. Let's... Uh, uh, you own nations. Look at what the words of God. Look at the words of God. You will lend to nations. Huh? You mean me? Yeah. And you are busy with the prayer requested spirit embassy here, looking for a loan for 3,000. 
Yet the Bible says, you shall lend to nations. So there is no way God can come to earth without permission from a man. So this is the reason why even the angel had to go to Mary and said, uh, uh, you shall be pregnant with a child of the Holy Ghost. And the angel waited for a reply. Do you know what Mary said? Be it unto me, as you have said. I have agreed. If Mary had said, Tophia, <laughs> Jesus would be the child of Eliza. Who knows? Isn't it amazing how God would even ask Mary for permission? And Mary had the audacity to say, yes, I agree. Who, who, who are you? Because she knew, I need to give this permission to come here. So prayer, prayer is, is a kind of an exchange, a change of jurisdiction. Where the man gives permission to get the presidents of God over the earth. God says, the man says, I give you precedence over my issue. Notice, when we get born again, what do we say? I accept, I believe in my heart, the what? The Lordship of Jesus Christ. What are we saying? We are saying, I want him to rule in my affairs. I have agreed. Amen. Why do I pray? Why do I pray? Because prayer is giving God license to be able to operate here. God never, listen to this, God is limited to his word. The power of God is limited to his word. In the book of Psalms, he says, I have made my word to be above my own name. In the book of Philippians 2.10, he says what? He says, at the name of Jesus, every knee should bow of things in heaven, of things in the earth, of things under the earth. Everything should bow. So if you look, you realize that the power of the woman was so important to God that God prophesied it that this woman's child, seed, will crush your head. He didn't say, I'll crush your head. No. Since, since it's on earth where I can't reach without a body, the devil himself knows it. All the time the devil is tempting Eve, he's trying to get the authority to be here. Even the devil cannot stay here without a body. This is why all these demons are, are, are possessing people. Like I, I was just walking like this. Then I just met a demon. I said, hi. Where, where was this demon? Says it gets out and goes to the dry lands. But it will go and look for seven. 
and go and inhabit one person. Imagine Legion. I know you say 6,000. If you really read the Legion, it's 6,000 to 36,000. The number. One person. They can be comfortable. Say, Look, you know we need to be together here. Why are demons possessing people? They possess people because they can't be here on their own. They have to be in a body. Because a body like yours. This is why when your body is sick and they say you have cancer, they say you have this disease and you, get, you don't get healed, what happens? You die. And what happens to your spirit? It leaves. Why? Because the spirit can't live here without your body. The moment your body gets messed up, your spirit has to leave. You are now illegal on earth. So God is illegal without a body. Oh, I know you didn't get that. Have you ever? Now some people are now, you're getting it now. How you were thinking, you know, just go and just do something for me. You know, just show up, Lord. Show up. God is like, no, I need to show up inside you. Amen. That's why I always say, it's not what Christianity does for you. It's what have you done with your Christianity? What have you done? You are not flowing very well. Are you here? Isn't it amazing that after all this time with the disciples, the only thing that the disciples asked was this question. Lord, they saw Jesus walk on water, opposing viscosity, molecular density of water. The man is walking on water like he's concrete. They saw him do crazy stuff. They saw him saying, Talita Kumai, and a little girl dead rose from the dead. They saw everything. They saw him look at a tree and cast it from the roots, and the tree dried up. They'd seen it. They saw him take bread. They even asked, Philip was even asked, and they suggested a little boy with his lunch on it. They saw him turn small loaves and fish into many, 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 many thousands. They saw it. But when they came to Jesus, they didn't say, Lord, can you explain to us the, how to walk on water? Listen. No. They realized there was something Jesus did before it. One time they are moving from the mountain and they see this child was demon possessed. And the parents said, the father said, this young man thrown into the water and thrown into the, into the fire. Help us. We have called your disciples to do it, but they couldn't. Jesus said, this one, this kind, comes by prayer. Huh? And the disciples said a statement, Lord, teach us how to pray. They figured out, we are spending hours trying to cast out a demon. Because we spent no hour praying. But you spend hours praying. And a second casting out a demon. So we know your secret is prayer. The people who are most powerful in their prayer life are the people who are most powerful at transferring license to God to operate in their affairs. Imagine when you pray and realize what I'm doing here is transferring. But you see, that's the first stage of revelation. Here is the higher revelation. Ephesians 
For we are what? We are body limbs. So God said, no, I don't need you to pray to transfer license anymore. They didn't get that. I don't need you to transfer the license anymore. That is a junior revelation. Just as I was in Jesus. Oh, for people to think Jesus Christ was in Jesus. <laughs> I know you are you. Some people here are like, ah, oh, Jesus Christ. How can Jesus Christ be in Jesus? Jesus is the body that he borrowed from Mary. Christ is the God inside the body. The one on the cross is Jesus. And he gave up the ghost. And Christ left. He went to hell as a sinner. Fleshman, you must. Walked in like this. Defeated the devil without being born again. You, are, you can't defeat him with being born again. So the body is Jesus. Jesus Christ is in Jesus. He borrowed the body from Mary and entered the woman, entered the body, and starts operating as Jesus Christ. That's what the Bible says, the man Jesus. He knows what he's talking about. Now listen to this. Now, as he did that, that's exactly what he is now in you. Exactly as he did with Jesus, the body he got from Mary. Now, by that verse, it means now Jesus is inside you, just as he was in Jesus. It's a very difficult thing to take. Because human nature, we want to find somebody to blame when things don't happen. So for you to think, me, Marian, me, Jeremy, me. Susan, me, me, me. You mean like me, me, like standing here, and if Jesus Christ stood there, and I, I stand here, same, same? Ah. The next question you ask me is, why can't I walk on water? I don't know if you're getting this. Are you even getting this? Do you understand what Jesus was trying to say to you? He was trying to say, you and me, you, Jerem, you, Susanna, uh -huh. huh? you, Eliza, you, Jogonia, <laughs> you, Okoro. <laughs> if we are putting one cue like this, and God is supposed to point Christ, God will say, all of you are Christ. Oh, they didn't get that. They didn't get it. You mean with Jesus in the same queue? Yes. Why? Because Jesus is the body. Christ is inside. Now the Bible says, Christ in you, the hope of glory. Oh. The word glory is the word doxa. And the word doxa means the highest status of being God. Says the Christ in you makes you the good. Ah, for you to think me in my council house, I'm Jesus. Oh, 
Because you are more in touch with the flesh than the spirit. Yes, the flesh is still okoro. But the resident now is Jesus. Just as he was. As he is so. When? In this world. But for you to think this is exactly what it is like. For you to imagine it. You can't. Because you want somebody to send your prayers to. When you pray, where are your prayers going? To heaven, eh? Ah. And where is Jesus? In heaven. But I thought he was inside you. If you pray to Jesus, all right, and Jesus is the one inside you, who answers? No, 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 no. But there's Jesus, remember. You are the flesh. Maybe. Christ in you. So when you pray, who answers? Where is the the answerer? So you see what we need to do is to give God his word. And we, he gives us back his word. For my word that goeth out of my mouth will not return unto me void. That's why I don't like people say, I receive, I receive. I don't like them. <laughs> Hebrews stayed in fire. This is the mystery of prayer. It's giving God a license to operate in the affairs of men. But that mystery is a junior revelation to the mystery I just gave you. This one is not about giving God a license now. This one is understanding that the God we are talking about is now inside us. So he no longer leads my steps. No, he's the one walking them. Ah, I knew I talked. I'm just talking to a few people now. Let your conversation be without covetousness and be content with such things as you have. For he has said, I'll never leave thee nor forsake this. Normally, preachers will tell you, go and confess this in your house. I'll never leave you nor forsake you. I'll never leave you nor forsake you. You have said it. God, you said you'll never leave me. That's junk. That's rubbish. It's a lie. Look at what the Bible says. I'll never leave you nor forsake you. So you may say what? The Lord is my helper. He says, when God says, I'll never leave you nor forsake you. Don't tell him, you said you'll never leave me. Say it this way. The Lord, you are my helper. Ah. No, no, no. Let's go back. Let's go back to five. So it tells you that if you want to respond to that, you don't repeat those words. I will never leave thee nor forsake thee. That's what the Lord said. So that we may. So that verse was spoken to us so that this verse comes from our lips, not the previous verse. So we are hearing the, uh, uh, you never leave me, nor forsake thee, and we pray. You never leave me, nor forsake thee. God says, I don't want to hear that part. I'm the one who said it. So that you have the ability to say these words. So when God hears you say these words, he thinks you have already said the fifth verse. He says, this is the thing that you need to say in order to respond to what I said. Now the church is full of people going like, 
you never leave me nor forsake me. You never leave me nor forsake me. Everyone is running around saying that nonsense. That is the word from God for you. And that word should invoke these words. But it's not invoking these words because you don't know the word. So you keep talking God's word, that one in verse number five. Which word was given to you so that it can provoke this statement? But because you don't know the word, you are limited in your abilities. God cannot go beyond your level of maturity in the word. Amen. The Bible says without faith, it is impossible to please him. Anything that is not of faith is a sin, says the Bible. So if you are getting miracles because of a pastor, uh, you are sinning. And definitely not God involved. Because God, you dot every I and cross every T. So understand this. The mystery of prayer is understanding who you are in Christ. God knew that the kingdoms have one problem. That's the problem with kingdoms. They have one problem. The king cannot make his children kings in the same kingdom. That's why the British monarch would send people to go and colonize other countries, Zimbabwe, South Africa, and all that. And these people become the rulers there. And then the, we have, if you go to South Africa, you go to Zimbabwe, you go to Zambia, you find schools named after Prince Charles, Prince Andrew, airports. Prince Edward, airports. Why? Because the queen was trying to get the son out of this house where she is controlling. And then she sends you to another place. That's what God did. He realized if he creates a human being in heaven and the heaven stays with human beings, yet he is a king. A king should be a father of kings. God can't create anything lower than himself. No, 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 no. So he said, you are a king and you are a queen. And the only way we can do this is if you leave my house. So he created a planet called Earth and sent his son and said, go and be king there. That's why it's called Lord of Lords. King of Kings. It's not talking about King Saul, Solomon. and King. No, it's talking about you. You are the king. He has made us kings. It is not possible because it's not in his domain. So knowing that, he knew when I give you the place to rule, you are now a king there. And I'm no longer responsible. You are responsible. And you go to earth and you're responsible. You call the shots on earth. And guess what human beings do? I'm in trouble. God, what have I done? God says, no, speak to that thing. Ay, 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 ay. Talk to that rock. Are you, are you flowing? And let me just reiterate, faith is not wanting something to happen. And most Christians have a, a mindset that is really, really uh, based on an erroneous idea that faith is wanting something to happen. I want it so bad. I believe Jesus will do it for me. I believe it. No, that's not faith. Faith is intelligence. The Bible says faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. That means the word of God 
quantity in my spirit is the amount of faith I have. Most Christians don't get it. They think I just, I have faith. I just believe. Just believe. I, I believe it. I believe. I just believe Jesus. No. Do you have the information to back up your belief? No. How much of the word is inside you to claim you have faith for this? Faith is not a feeling. It's not an idea where you, I, just, I just feel I'm going to be a millionaire. No, that's your need. That's you wanting to be a millionaire. There's nothing to do with faith. But I go to church every Sunday, I have faith. You don't. Faith is tantamount the amount of word in you. People of great faith are people of great word. People who can say I have a lot of faith are the ones who have read the word and understood it highly. Amen. That's why things don't happen when you want them to happen. Because you told yourself you have faith, but the information in you contradicts that statement. Thank you for tuning into this episode, guys. Be sure to rate the podcast. Be too sure to subscribe. Um, follow us on our social medias at the FFNE Podcast. A, our YouTube channel will be up soon, so go and check that out. Look out, look on, get on the lookout for that, as well as our website, where we'll be able to provide a lot of tools for you guys um, to improve yourself, improve yourself mentally, and the things and the projects that I have coming up for you guys. So it's a lot. Um, yeah, that's it. I thank you guys for joining. I'll see you in my next episode. Peace out.